We are now recording now. Are we recording now? We are. Um, so welcome to American Unicorns, the podcast where we talk about things that don't exist until they're discovered. And we have some new equipment this week. We do. We have headphones and I feel like we work for public radio. We can take on the world right now. I'm pretty excited that I can hear myself. Pretty excited. So we have some exciting news this week. I do feel it's like sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> this is thoughts for your thoughts. <laughs> so something exciting happened uh, in the world of American unicorns this week, and that is that we have our first sponsor. We're legit, people. We're super legit. Not only do we have microphones, headphones, but now we have a sponsor. We have a table. It's it's all happening for us. Uh, so I would like to thank our, our first corporate sponsor, uh, the Leslie Poster Charitable Trust of Caffeine and Grammar Policing. Thanks, Leslie. Thanks, Leslie. You're a beautiful land mermaid. And what she's done is she's given us a gift card to Starbucks so that we can try the unicorn frap. I think we is a uh, strong word. So I'm not allowed to have sugar because I don't like to have fun. So I've purchased for myself a a shaken green tea, iced green tea, uh, with no sugar in it. And I've bought... This or Leslie has purchased this green, I mean, purple and blue and whip cream shaped uh, magical landscape that I I'm we're waiting. We in the royal we for her to put it in her mouth hole. Oh, they're sh- waiting for me to put it. In yeah, I hole. would like to have a sip, but I want I want to see you enjoy it. But I want to put the camera on so that I can I can really see this go go down the way it's supposed to. Okay, guys. In your mouth. I'm really scared. This, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it's also terrifying. Like I'm staring at it and my liver is starting to hurt. Already. I think it's your pancreas my that's pancreas. hurting. Yeah. It's like I'm not sure we have enough insulin to cover this. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be great. Um, I'm really excited about this. Okay. You guys ready? It's about to go in my mouth. <laughs> okay. I'm so scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Okay. It's Three, happening. Three, it's two, two, one. One. Suck. Hmm. Who would? Oh, God. Oh, God. There's an after wave of sugar. <laughs> Who would play this? Who would play this Frappuccino in a movie? Oh, God. Taylor Swift. <laughs> It'd be disgusting. <laughs> okay, let me. <laughs> let me have it. I got It doesn't taste like blueberries, does it? Oh, no. It's like the colors are shifting as well. Here we go. Okay. I'm now. Okay. She's. She's. 
drinking. She's thinking. She's assessing. Oh, second, second sip. Are you getting the after blast? Okay, so it tastes like... Oh, that's it. <laughs> there it is, folks. There it is. There it is. Uh, so here's how I would describe it. Birthday cake. Yeah, but like birthday cake made with like Splenda. <laughs> yeah, you need to drink that whole thing and no. make this a party. I'm going to die. Don't die. Oh my gosh. It's pretty. It's super pretty. Pretty disgusting. Do you want to drink some of my green tea? Oh, God. <laughs> I really want to drink it, but yeah. Oh man! Alas, I cannot. Guys, everyone needs to go out and get this. I, yeah, seriously, it's an experience. It's you'll, beautiful. You, you'll tell your kids about it. One time, oh, I went into water. a coma. <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing. I don't think. Um, Starbucks has any intention of making this a long-term choice for their um, menus. I saw it was only available until the 23rd. Um, the people, when I was leaving with that, people were in the line behind me were real excited. They were real fucking excited when I was leaving with that. And with my blue hair and my leggings with laser cats on them, they were really, they, I fit the profile of the person who's going to drink that. And little did they know that I can't because of sugar. It's gross. You're not missing out. I, I want to like brush my teeth. Do you want to have a sip of this to wash your pain away? I think I'm just going to have to go, you know, water on the rocks after that. My eyes are legitimately watering right now. Holy God. Well, there is some water. You have water right there. Yeah, I come prepared. Okay. If you hear a gulping noise. Oh, Leslie Poster, thank you for supporting us. This is excellent. I never would have got, gotten one of these if it wasn't for you. And we never will again if it wasn't for you. You're an honorary unicorn today. Yeah. You're a unicorn in my heart. You've always been a unicorn in my heart. Um, so it's been a long time since we've been in this chamber of secrets. And I am super duper pooper excited. I, I can't see that. Yeah, stop trying to look at my nose. I'm not. I'm creep. just, I'm looking at the Frappuccino because it's changing. Do you see how it's changing on the bottom? Oh, God. Yeah, look at that. Ching, 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 ding. All right, so here's the story. One day, a long time ago, in a land called Florida, in a town called Tallahassee, a young Laura was... 20 years old and on her 21st birthday she performed a ritual she was actually she enacted a ritual okay <clears throat> which is referred to as the tennessee waltz what what is that so in tallahassee there's a street called tennessee street <laughs> and it is lined with in tallahassee there's the state of tennessee <laughs> This is the state of Tennessee. It's like an envelope, and you put states in it. Um, so on Tennessee Street, stop drinking the fresh. Because <laughs> you're drinking the bottom changing area, and that is what's... Because you're going to keep drinking it, and I'm just going to enjoy your face when you do it. Um, 
So you do your Tennessee waltz. It's a street in Tallahassee called Tennessee Street, and it's lined with bars around the campus. Mm -hmm. And so on your 21st birthday, you invite all your friends, and then at every bar, you are purchased a shot by each of your friends. So when you turn 21, and it's called your your Tennessee waltz. And then you die at the end. And then you die. You have alcohol poisoning um florida state is a party school uh, what or, yeah shocking i know it's shocking i could tell you things anyway so when little laura was turning 21 like a dodo face she invited <laughs> every person she knew yeah because that's what you do uh my drinking tolerance was much better when I was 21. It was after I was 21 that I pretty much stopped drinking. Uh, well, not stopped drinking, but... Because then it wasn't cool. It lost its glimmer. It lost its glitter. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Um, so one of the guys that was there, he was incidentally in a fraternity. I'll let you form your own judgment. He bought me probably two bars in... Um, a drink called a cement mixer. Oh, God. Those are so gross. So for those of you listeners at home who may not be aware of what a cement mixer is, it is a cream shot such as Bailey's and then a follow shot of lime juice. Please continue to live your life in ignorance. Yeah. And it, yes, don't attempt to do a cement mixer because what you do is you take the shot of the creamy Irish Baileys, leave that so in your creamy. mouth. It's so creamy. And then you take the shot of the lime and you swish it around in your mouth. And what happens is the Baileys begins to curdle and become a solid. Because everyone likes curdling yeah. in their mouth. And I think the ploy of this shot as a gift is to make the birthday person throw up. However, uh, I come from hearty Scotch, Irish, and German stock, and so I just swallowed it right down. Yeah, that shot did not know what it was. What yeah. it was facing. Yeah, a challenge accepted. <laughs> um, and then the next thing you do after you've done all of your drinking is you go into the fountain. I refuse to do that. Uh, went home, chased my roommate's cat, got up the next morning, and aced my Japanese oral exam. Hajimamashite dozo yoroshiku. Boom. Bitches. Story over. <laughs> Bitches. That's so that's amazing. So anyway, the, uh, the reason I bring up the cement mixer is that if you look at the bottom of that frap, that's what it reminds me of. Worlds colliding. Yeah. It looks like a vortex of death. Yeah. It's a vortex of magenta things. Death. I, I feel like we just keep saying, it's really pretty as like pretty. one redeeming quality. It's really pretty, guys. I like the colors. It's I like the, I like what it's about, but I don't like what it tastes like. I feel like it would have been really easy to make this taste good and just make it pink. Agreed. Why couldn't it just be like raspberry? Yeah. A white, a white raspberry mocha. Oh, but gosh. Starbucks, we have just copyrighted that. Um, so by saying it verbally, so if you it's come up with it. It's called a unicorn mocha. It's called a unicorn mocha. And if you decide to make it, you have to pay us. Or just sponsor us. We love free stuff. We like free things. Wonderful. 
Okay, let's hear about stuff. Are you ready? I'm. I'm. I've been ready. Our I've cryptid s- this week. Oh God. <laughs> Get comfortable. I. I'm getting wait, comfy wait, there's now. There's some adjusting happening. I'm adjusting myself. I want okay. you to be prepared and in a good place. Okay. Can you? Okay. I'm. I'm ready. You're ready. I'm ready. Are you sure? Do you need another? Shot no, I'm cool. No, I'm cool. I'll never need juice. that again. Okay. So, this week, we're going to travel around the world to a place called Mongolia. Oh, my God. Mongolia, have you heard of it? I have. <laughs> it is a northern province uh, above China cool it's a cold place but it has hardy hardy people but it has a desert the gobi desert the gobi yes Yes. so this creature actually lives in the gobi desert and it is called the mongolian death worm (laughs) arguably the most hardcore of all cryptid names, in my opinion. He's hardcore as shit. I mean, when you have a name like Death Worm, I mean, because really it's like the Mongolian worm. Like, that could be like, uh, I picture a tiny wrestler. But you put death in front of it. Actually, <laughs> that would also business. be the name of an amazing wrestler. Yeah. And in this corner, weighing in at 90... Five pounds, the Mongolian death worm. (sighs) (laughs) It's pretty great. He's he's pretty great. So the Mongolian death worm is said to kill his enemies, which I don't know why a worm would have enemies, but um, it's said to kill its enemies by spewing acid. It is a bright red worm. Described as looking like the inside of an intestine. Like, isn't that what most worms sort of resemble? But it's bright red. What color are your intestines? Bright pink now, at this point, after drinking the unicorn. (laughs) I think they're they're magenta. I've seen my intestines, and they're pink, so... (laughs) So they claim that the worm measures from two to five feet in length. So it's not huge. Um, and can- I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, have you ever seen a worm that is from two to five feet? All the time. <laughs> because to me, that oh. seems like a pretty big fucking worm. It's called a trouser snake. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's a big worm. I'm a, I know, but when I was l- reading this, I was picturing like dune worms. Okay. Or tremors. Yeah, like tremors worms or like the Beetlejuice worm. Yeah. Okay, and that's fair, right? But like take, take a step back. Pretend you didn't have a unicorn frap. Check a map. Like your rap. <laughs> <laughs> um... A two-foot worm 
Two to five feet. That's a pretty big worm. Big worm. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay. Keep going. Shooting acid. Shooting acid. And he can also emit lethal jolts of electricity. Okay. So, shockworm. (laughs) Shockworm! And this Western civilization first heard about this worm through um, a book that was written in 1962 by Roy Chapman, an American paleontologist. And the book was called On the Trail of Ancient Man. So this guy, uh, when you say that he's a paleontologist, yes. seems like he's legit. Yeah, I actually read that his expedition was sponsored by the um, National... Um, it was one of the... I'm not sure if it was one of the Smithsonian Museums, but it was the... Uh, not like a natural history museum, or yeah, it was the the American one. I think it was the oh, one the in one, New York. The one in New York. Yeah. So that seems legit. Yeah, he was he was one hundred percent legit, and he he was too legit to quit. <laughs> exactly. So he went to Mongolia oh to, um, you know, look for the existence of this worm. He was doing other stuff too, but he heard about this worm and was like, "Got to see this worm." Yeah. And unfortunately, he never saw it, so he concluded that it didn't exist. But it's one of those, um, you know, myths that everyone in Mongolia has never seen it, but they know someone who's seen it. Right. Uh, There, I mean, so, right. But if you ask anyone... They're 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 like like, yeah yeah. my cousin my cousin's daughter's uh dermatologist (laughs) um was attacked by a death worm exactly shockworm and in his book Andrews described the the Mongolian death worm as it's it is shaped like a sausage, about two feet long, has no head nor legs, and it is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. It lives in the most desolate parts of the Gobi Desert. Okay. Yeah. But what does it do? It just, like, hangs out and then murders people. And camels. It really likes eating camels. Oh, no. Because camels are just like walking around. And then all of a sudden it sees this sausage on the ground. I was like, hey, that what's that? It's a... It's a death worm. Shockworm. Shockworm. And so it's really interesting because if you think about, you know, being in the Gobi Desert... Like it's I, which scary. I do all the time. Just, just let's just go there in our minds right now. Close yes, your I'm eyes. okay. Close your eyes. We're I'm now. In, I'm in the desert. In the Gobi Desert. It's very warm and dry. And you know what's what's under all that sand? It's weird. It's weird to think about. It's like some more to sand. The ocean. More, <laughs> it's it's like the ocean. Like you're scared of what might be. Oh, probably tarantulas. And who's to say there isn't a two to five foot worm 
that just kind of cruises under the sand all the time. What does it eat? It eats people <laughs> and camels. It's carnivorous. So are they sort of like, so I'm going to use a word that I don't like very much, but I'm going to say it anyway, maggot. Where, you know, a worm, you know, it's like you when an animal dies, the maggots eat it. Yeah. But a, but a maggot is a fly. Yeah. Right. It's a larva. A larva. So maybe that's how the death worm approaches. It's a scavenger. Yeah. But also a predator. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Those people in Mongolia have it hard enough, I think. I, it's true. You know what's in Mongolia? Wolverines. <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> That's for that. Well, it's, basically, a wolverines live where the folk are quite hardy. <laughs> Ooh, alternate theory. They introduce wolverines into the region to kill the death worms. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because wolverines are like, look at that awesome sausage. Shock sausage! <laughs> I like when it, the electricity in my mouth when I eat it. I like this acid. It gives me a little bit of a, a hot flavor. Spicy sauce. Spicy sauce. So um, the Mongolian death worm, it has a native name. I'm not going to try to pronounce that native name. Not unless you finish that frappuccino. No. Um, but it means intestine worm um, due to its blood-like color and so it's always been described as kind of like this moving in piece of intestine which is disgusting yeah that's nasty it's gnarly and so it has the ability to spit acid and this this acid is also described as a corrosive yellow saliva that <laughs> that can brush turn, your teeth <laughs> that can turn um everything it can like corrode metal instantly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And how? Ooh, this is my favorite part. So legend says that when the creature begins to attack you, it raises half its body out of the stand. Got you, like a cobra. Yep. And then that part starts to inflate what? until it explodes, <laughs> releasing the poison. All over its victim. Um, that is. Uh, so I like to imagine it has like detachable butts. So it like sticks oh, its butt in oh, the air. Yeah, like a lizard. Yeah. It just grows back. Yeah, and it's just like death blast, shock blast, death blast, acid blast, and then it kills everything. <laughs> it's pretty effective. Right? It's like a lizard losing its tail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It grow, You know, that's a, an escape tactic. The, uh, f- uh, what is it? Flight, fright, flight, fight, or freeze. This is, um, uh, ex- tail explosion mm-hmm. or shock acid. Shock worm. Um, and so a lot of people believe that, um, 
because Mongolia has been under Soviet control since 1990, control. very little was known about the death worm. So people who knew about it had a difficult time actually investigating it. So it was really until only up until 1990 or since 1990 that people could kind of hunt for this creature. I don't think that they have a lot of internet in Mongolia. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks a lot, communism. If they somebody had taken a picture, just would have been confiscated. Ooh, plot thickens. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy. So um, there's been a few expeditions in recent years um, that people were going to search for the death worm. So was one of them Julia Roberts? <laughs> it was. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> because I saw something on the television where she went to Mongolia and was wearing lots of pretty scarves and things. And I thought, oh, my God, if the death worm is going to come out, it's going to come out for Julia Roberts because she just seems cool. Yeah. And they're going to be like, Julia. Julia. I love you. I love, I love pretty you. woman. <laughs> <laughs> Work it. <laughs> Own it. So in the late 90s, um, in a notorious, well, I don't want to say notorious, but he would investigate Loch Ness Monster sightings and all that stuff. And his name was Ivan Mackerley. Ma- Ivan Mackerley. We can call him Ive. Ive. Um, he or Ivan. conducted many expeditions into the Gobi Desert with the hopes of getting a glance after hearing it from one of his Mongolian pupils um he was a professor i believe and he so he led some expeditions didn't really come back with anything or um, else he would have been dead or else yeah he would have died um shuckworm they also led an expedition in 2005 um richard freeman a cryptozoologist um went to mongolia in the desert and he wasn't able to find the death worm, but he did find um, evidence of an entire village that was picked up and moved because villagers had heard about a sighting near their old village location. And they were like, well, we're out of here. See you later. See you later. The, That's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, they really believe it there. Well, but I... I'm I'm reaching here back to my times at Florida State, which I mentioned earlier. I was drunk a lot of the time. Um, I I remember reading that in Mongolia, the peoples there were nomadic. Yes. So moving probably wasn't a BFD for them, unless there was death worm. Well, I mean, if there was death worm, they were like, "Let's go now." <laughs> Um, it was also interesting because I read that in a lot of these expeditions, they would go out into the desert, find these communities, and everyone in the community would be like, go over that mountain over there. There's like tons of death worms. And then they'd go there and the people on the other side of the mountain would be like, no, go to the other side of the mountain. That's where all the death worms are. <laughs> so Everywhere yeah. but here. Everywhere but here. And so some people think that this might be um, perhaps some kind of 
undiscovered species of snake or limbless reptile oh that burrows underneath the sand um there are things called boas or uh, sand boa snakes yikes and this is where my research got really dark um okay because i don't like snakes i I'm hate like, snakes yeah i i, I the way that they move is not natural. I don't understand it. You know, Indiana Jones didn't like snakes, and he seems pretty smart. Yeah, he knew what he was talking about. I don't, I mean, I know that they're an important part of the ecosystem. I just, no thank you. They're gross. Yeah. There's also um, animals called worm lizards. <laughs> No, there is not. Yes, there is. I swear. Let's not go to the place where those live. So, and they are in the Gobi Desert. So it's possible that Excuse it's some kind me? of um, alternate animal. I think we may have just identified the death worm. A worm lizard. Now we're just putting words together. Yeah. One of my favorite types of animals is something that would be a doggy bear monkey. Um, and I like the idea that you've just taken two animals that are kind of both gross, worm lizard. Yeah. I bet they're great for fishing. It's true. Very Put that on a hook. Just circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> they're gross. So I was able to find um, one st- semi-story. Um, one thing that was interesting is a lot of the... Myths and lore around Mongolian deathworms are actually written in Mongolian. Shocking. <laughs> How dare they not Those speak jerks. and or write English? And most of the um, texts have only been translated into Russian. Oh, so there's, yeah, there's multiple language barriers. So um, one story I was able to find was that um, this is a pretty famous story among the nomads in Mongolia. Also, you should learn Russian. I don't want to. Or how about Mongolian? I don't want to. Okay. Well, just let just let that simmer for a while. I think I got maybe, free time. Maybe you should drink some more of that frappuccino before you answer. I'm too busy doing research with this podcast. <laughs> oh, she's drinking it. Nope. Mm, nope. Mm. Is it getting better as it gets warmer? No, it was a terrible idea. I regret everything. I regret everything. I really want to, like, yeah. <clears throat> I think it just gave me consumption. I think I think it's made with shockworms. <laughs> That's what the blue streaks are. Oh, yeah. Shockworms. Shockworms. So this famous story is about a young boy who was walking in the desert, and he was followed by the worm. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> Big worm! <laughs> yeah, so the worm was like, that bitch is going to die. Oh my God, where are you going, kid? <laughs> hey, what you got in that bag? Hey, kid. Is that full of unicorn frappuccinos? <laughs> oh no. So, yes, the, it's it's known evidence that the Mongolian death worm is a huge fan of the unicorn frap. I mean, it's just... It's, it's common knowledge. That's right. So don't be walking with one in the desert. That's its wheelhouse. So the boy who was stalked by the worm 
was of his, his body was found near his home. Oh no! And it was believed that he died because he somehow got too close and touched the worm. <laughs> Story oh no! And they, um, his family saw a trail in the sand leading from the boy's body out into the desert. So his family was like avenging, um, which I feel like if he got close enough to touch it, he was fucking around. Like I mean, he was poking it, uh, it with a stick or right, something, right? It wasn't, it wasn't a little girl. Ball. A little girl would have been like, bae. Uh, but a little boy is going to poke things. Yeah. Uh, I just made a comment that I shouldn't have just made because little girls are probably just as inclined to poke things. But I personally, uh, as a little girl, would see a <laughs> right snake. <now>? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I would see a snake and just kind of be like, nope. Yeah. Big old nope on that one. I was a runner. Yeah. So they went into the desert. That's the flight <laughs> part of the flight. Now, fight I, now in freeze. adulthood, I'm much more fight, but flight was flight. Was yeah, I'm all about flight. So they followed the trail into the desert to take revenge on the animal that had killed their son, and they never returned. <laughs> so it went well. Oh my god! So that is. Um, a very common story in Mongolia. So they're they're going through the desert and they're like pitchforks and torches and they're like, let's find this worm and kill its face off. And then the worm's like, oh, oh no, were you looking for me and like eight of my friends? I also like to think the worm kind of has a shimmy, like totally. I also think it's like a pop up. You know, it's just like. You're walking along in the wood or in the uh, get desert, scary place anyway, and then all of a sudden it's like, Hoo-hoo-hoo! yeah, pop up. I got you, shockworm, shockworm, shockworm attack. Um, also acid explosion. Yeah, just you see a, and a- if the acid explosion is happening out of its butt, yeah, think about what that acid is. It's probably poo. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. Right? But it can also spit it from its mouth, so... It's coming out of both ends. Or maybe... I mean, I don't think anyone knows for sure, right? Yeah, no one does know for sure. Because they can't live to tell about it. So... Which makes it super true. Yeah. It's all true. Um, um, Sorry, I'm trying to find um, this video for you. Um... Of the Mongolian death worm. But what? keeps going to my YouTube How app. can there be a video of it? So, in everything I was reading, they kept saying that um, there was 2013 footage of the, of the death worm. What? And so, of course, I Google Mongolian death worm 2013 footage. And it was pretty hilarious because they, um, in everything I saw, they were like, oh, it's definitely um, just a worm because it's not red. So that was their oh, big okay. thing. They are like, it's not red. 
Um, it's just a worm. And so I was like, well, I have to see what this is. Um, I'm going to let you describe the video. Um, oh, my God. Because I feel like it's almost insulting that this is listed as a legitimate death worm sighting. <laughs> but um, I'll just let you watch and hand this, and you can describe it to our viewers. Ew! Okay, uh, so obviously this uh, is the size of a lozenge <laughs> because there's a lozenge, a blue lozenge, spitted out, spitted upon the ground, and the worm is covered in ants. I, I agree, this is super insulting. It's not even red. Its face is red. It looks super upset. It's being attacked by ants. This is really upsetting. It's not a death worm. How dare you, YouTube? Mongolia death worm caught on camera. <laughs> it's so good. It's not a death worm. Finding the legendary Mongolian death worm, there is a lot of videos on here, but none of them are legitimate. Yeah, I mean, Mongolian death, there's actually a lot. Mongolian death worm, urban legend profile, bestiary, the Mongolian death worm. Yeah, there's lots of like um, videos about the mythology of it, but nothing. Ugh, this just makes me really sad because the worm is, is clearly some sort of pupae or larva and it's being, it's covered in um, ants and they're just chowing yeah. down. So, but it, I, what I thought was particularly funny is that they said their biggest thing was like, well, that's not it because it's not red. That that was the that's only it, thing that's they found it. wrong with right. this video. <laughs> it's crawling by a lozenge. It's the size of a lozenge. <laughs> it's covered in ants. I'm sure it's How not in Mongolia. In Mongolia. <laughs> it's also in like it's also in like a sidewalk. Yeah. Or like yeah, I mean it's on a crappy sidewalk. I like a, right, a concrete sidewalk. Um I think somebody is trying to troll. <laughs> you think? Yes. But it was cited as legitimate evidence, and all these articles are like, well, if you've seen the 2013 Mongolian death worm footage, you'll know that the uh, lore is still alive. Okay. So so the lore is basically that if you go into the desert... You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Shackworm! Yeah. So, stay out of the desert. I mean, I think that's a good rule of thumb um, because of all of the animals that live there uh, and they're just trying, they're just squirrels trying to get a nut, right? You know, yeah. if you're a giant walking piece of meat and you go into the desert and we're clearly as human people beings not built for desert life. But how gnarly would it be if it was real? I mean, I was totally picturing, like, the Saturn worm from Beetlejuice jumping around. Or Tremor. That's Yeah, so Tremor. This is, this is what um, Tremors is based on, the worms. The dumb, the, I, but, so, so Tremors is one giant worm, right? But, like, um, and Kevin Bacon was in one of those movies, wasn't he? I think so. Um, seven, or five steps to... 
Okay. Um, something about Kevin Bacon. Anyway, delicious name, delicious man, footloose. <laughs> Wouldn't it be terrifying as opposed to like one giant worm that you can kind of see coming and going because of the tremors? But like Shia LaBeouf was also in tremors, was he not? <laughs> um, wow, full circle. But wouldn't it be even scarier if it was like a bunch of like, like a, five a foot gang of worms. A gang of five foot worms, like uh like a herd of worms. A herd of worms. A yeah, herd of like shock snakes. worms. Yeah, red intestine shooting acid like that is scary as fuck. Yeah, popping out of the ground. I don't like, like that. that's way scarier than one giant toothy worm. I agree. Um, it's funny because somebody or, um, somebody who went on one of the expeditions in the early nineties had, um, seen or had read like the Dune books. So in Dune, there's these gnarly worms as well. And, um, they react by vibrations, sound vibrations. Right. right. And so somebody actually took like a big subwoofer out and was like trying to attract the worms. I mean, that makes sense, right? Because if they live underground. Mm -hmm. Oh, I could see your cat's face in the door. (laughs) Penny, Penny, are you a sandworm? Yeah, she's definitely a muggle. (laughs) She's definitely a muggle. Shockworm cat. Um, Yeah, that sort of makes sense because they probably don't see well Mm -hmm. if they live underground. Like a mole. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun. Do you want to see a picture? A drawing? I do. Like? A drawing. I am now showing her the picture. So that's not red. Yeah. I think this had some artistic license. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a photo. Yeah, it's not a photo. We will provide a photo. Okay, that so that's that's kind of yucky. Yeah, it's a giant intestine with like razor sharp teeth. But so you didn't mention teeth, did you? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, jury's still out on the teeth. I I sort of in my mind pictured it sort of like a lamprey eel or yeah. something. You know those things that attach onto like a whale. Yeah, and it's drawn like that sometimes. I think that because of all of the, you know, Dune and Tremor yeah. influence, it's kind of gotten... What's the what's the name of the sand monster that was in Star Wars, too? I don't know. Okay. Well, that's, Good what, story. I, that's what I picture. <laughs> the one that ate um, the bounty hunter. Yes. Okay. Good story. So, yeah, that shockworm. Yeah, so shockworm. Um, don't go in the sand. Sand is gross. Look out for ripples in the sand. Tremors. And just like maybe just steer clear of Mongolia in general. I mean, but unless you're Julia Roberts. Unless you're Julia Roberts, then no sandworm's gonna eat you because you're beautiful. Exactly. You're beautiful. So. That is the Mongolian deathworm. Shockworm. <laughs> and we have a unicorn oh wrap update. When you moved it, 
it like spun around on the bottom. Yeah, there's now a purple blob congealing near one side of the cup. And uh, the sugar that was placed on top of the whipped cream appears to be eating through the whipped cream. I feel like that's what a Mongolian death worm would look like. Yeah, probably. Wow. It's great. It's good times. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are enjoying our podcast, please review us on iTunes so we know that you're listening and that you care. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Twitter at AmUnicorns. Some good times there. Yep. And we have a Facebook page. Yep. As well as our website. Yep. www.americanunicorns.com. And uh, yeah, connect with us. We want to hear your weird stories. Yes. And thank you to Leslie Poster. Thank you, Leslie Poster, the charitable donations that you've provided to us. It was wonderful. And thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much. Keep it weird, people.